The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ah, uh, looking good. Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. This song. It's Little Red Riding Hood. It's Red and Hood and in the hood. title. It should be Hoodie. Little Red Riding Hoodie. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hoodie. Uh, welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show, folks. Uh, we're here. We got a lot of things happening. The first thing is we're both. We, this is our Halloween costume. Yes, it is. We struggled on what we we're going to be for Halloween. Yep. And we decided we would go in disguise. Just Which like, means... Just like Liz... Slap on a hoodie, folks. <laughs> just, just like Liz and old Tom Keen. Oh, yes. We disappear into our environment with our With hoodies. a hoodie with my red hair flying, or blonde hair flying, if and I were Lizzie. Yeah, my sort of reddish cashmere oh, okay. hoodie uh, in honor of oh, red Oh, cashmere. Reddington. Oh, look yeah, at you. Right, that in there. Like, oh, oh. That was my cashmere. <laughs> it's just, oh, just my old cashmere hoodie. Uh, Blacklist After Buzz After Show episode th- five. five. <laughs> Antioch Crane. Kane. Ariok Kane. Close enough. <laughs> Ariok Kane. <laughs> Ariok Kane. Uh, thank you for joining us, guys. We're so happy to have you. We have we have we have half of what we promised. We are here on a Friday, so we did get that up. We did get that accomplished. Yep. Uh, and then we all decided we were going to make it here on Friday. We yep. all promised that we would be here on Friday for you. Swore to the high holy heavens. And right before tape, I got a I got a text from our good friend Joe Sanfilippo, who said he's wearing his hood, but he just would not be here. He that gets, guy. He's stuck. Uh, Maybe he is here and we just don't recognize him because he's wearing his hoodie. He's incognito. Uh, Joe Flippo will be back next week or I will kill him personally <laughs> with my bare hands. God. And shove him in the, in the trunk like Tom Keene did, like Tom Keen did <laughs> the, the Russian. Russian. Um, <laughs> but he will be here. Uh, I, you know, in, in his defense, he's working on a kind of a giant big project and he's got some voiceover, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I want to hear it because we're here. We're here. Uh, I, I, see, I was trying to get a look at myself. I mean, I, I must look ridiculous. I think cares? you look fantastic. All right. I can't see. In your cashmere. All right. Oh, yeah, that's right. My cashmere. So, uh, Ariat Kane. Yep. Number 50 on the blacklist. Number 50. That's a nice round so, number. This I, I I really enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed this episode more than I thought. This is kind of the blacklist of, uh, triumphant return to action. We talked about how it has been sort of like more on the mystery sort of, you know, uh, twisty turny side this was a full-blown action thriller show we had, without we had, a doubt i mean we had a foot chase we had some some a rooftop chase uh a, a hanging out the roof with the old hang off the roof thing we had a, a we have a set of sniper we mm-hmm. had cars we had a mexican standoff in, a, in an airport hangar true we had all kind of shit jumping off like true gunplay like it was an action-packed episode many deaths 
Many deaths. Many gunshots. Little, we have the uh, the uh, the obligatory uh, twelve. Uh, 12 hours earlier scene oh, you yeah. know <laughs> like you know which was a, a little misdirect there which you know obviously we knew oh we all knew that that was a misdirect i hope we all knew that was a misdirect you know i yeah i knew it was a misdirect because uh as i saw elizabeth Keene's dead body lying in the blood yeah breath i just thought what a fine acting job <laughs> By Megan Boone. No, I love Megan Boone. Too. We love her. We absolutely love, love her. Uh, <laughs> I didn't believe she was dead. Let's no, put it that way. Let's just let's just leave it at that. Um, so Ariat Kane. So, so and also and also in the tradition of what this season has been, a little bit twisty turny. Like I've been talking about how it's been this like it's not really the gin. The gin is not the gin. The gin's not a gin. The gin's a dude. Da, da, da. The same thing here. It's really it's not really about Winnebago. I'm just kidding. That's Winnebago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, keep going Winnebago. Winnebago. Uh, Winnebago. It's not about Wendigo. Who I thought when I described Wendigo at the beginning, I was like getting super excited because it's very Kaiser Soze, right? Yes. Yeah. He's like, you know, his presence is always felt, but he's never seen. Liz is like, what's worse than the Cabal? Wendigo. Wendigo. I was like, oh, no. I thought the Wendigo would have a place on the blacklist. I feel like he should have it. Like, he's been around. He has done some ish. He's got the Psalms 1 1. Yeah. Walks on the Council of the Wicked. That is so blacklister in the making. I feel like it should have been Wendigo number 50. Handmade projectile. I'm like, like No Country from Old Men. Yeah. I thought, this guy's got all the movies. He's like Kaiser Sose and Javier Bourdain. Yes. And and everyone mixed into one. And then, boom, he gets thrown off a roof. He does. And we spend half of the time chasing him. We more than half the time chasing yeah. him. It was all about Wendigo, Wendigo, Wendigo. But then, oh, nope, Ariat Kane. Yeah. Number 50. Uh, Wendigo, off the top of a roof. That's where he went. Oh, all right. no. That's really bad. Uh, oh, so, yeah, I, mean, I was really excited about uh, Wendigo, but but uh, we had a lot We had a lot of actions, what I was trying to say. I was getting at me. A lot of yes. action. We had, like, br- br- oh, I was getting into them. I'm sorry, they're misdirect. We thought it was all about Wendigo, and then we found out it was really all about uh, the website Ariat Kane. Then we find out that we found the guy from the website is not really the guy. It's another guy. We get to the other guy. We found out it's not that guy. It's actually his daughter. You know, so it was a little twisty game with the twists and turns. And she would have gotten away with it <laughs> if it wasn't for those pesky kids. <laughs> Dumb dog, Red Reddington. <laughs> Uh, so what did you think of this episode? Because I talk a lot and I talked a lot. I want to hear from you. I like you. it when you talk a lot. So, right. Um, I enjoyed this episode. I wouldn't say it's my favorite episode of this season, but uh, it was still action-packed. And yeah. it was fun and, and it definitely took us for a ride. Um, I was enjoying, you know, we talked a lot last week about these kind of uh, focused storylines, mm-hmm. story plots that we're following when we're talking about Tom or Liz and Red. Uh, Liz and Reddy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liz and Ready, Lizzie you know, you know, ready. head on the seat. My guy, ready, ready. Get, get me Friday in the morning. <laughs> Already, Lizzie, ready. It's my, it's my pet name for <laughs> yeah, him. Sure. Um, I really was loving the stuff with wrestler this this episode. Yeah, leave a lot um, for wrestler to do. This time. Yeah, got, I, got some acting there. Yeah, so it was it was a fun fun episode. You know, yeah. you like the action packed ones. They're not always my favorite ones. I like it when, they, when it's done. I just feel like it was, the, it really was moving a lot, and then it gave us a lot. But my favorite part of this episode, we discussed it. Go ahead. What were you no. going to say? What were you going to say? I was going to say that the, the, our favorite, my favorite part of this episode is our boy Aram. This yeah. was a, This was a really spectacular Aram episode. Absolutely. Aram got like a like a, a bunch of great lines in, mm-hmm. a bunch of laugh out loud lines. An awkward hug. Awkward hug in. He got to... Uh, he got to. T- he, he, I love how he called the uh, the people who uh, who who were trying to kill Lizzie Clean a bunch of haters. They're haters. They're haters. They hate us because they hate us. 
hating on my girl Lizzie Keene with her bitcoins. What with her bitcoins? Uh, what I loved this episode though was Red. This was this was Red who was losing his grasp. Yeah. It feels like he yeah. is he's juggling too much. He's usually we always talk about him being you know fifteen steps ahead everyone yeah. else, but he certainly was not. He got duped. Yep. It was just too much for him, and he couldn't handle it. He panicked. Yeah. Um, that's a Red that we haven't seen yet. No, I I hundred percent agree. Uh, and uh, yeah, Red was great. Uh, wrestler was great. Uh, we got we got some little Navabi looks like she's cracking a little bit. Do we get yeah. to get insight as to what she's doing? No. Where she's leaning? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so lots to talk about. She was she was funny this episode. Not like funny, haha, but funny. Like she was just just some of the lines that she had in this episode were very stoic and poetic, and the way that she delivered her lines. I don't know. I just love, I love me some more. Hold on. Give me some more, some more. Hold on one second here. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. I, I agree a thousand percent. And I, and I, I um, smart. And then, um, what's the other thing I would say? Oh, and then we get a little more of the director, you know, sneaking in there and kind of lurking around and being extra creepy. And we just love him. Yeah. And then at the end, he was very like, uh, cake, very Red Reddington with the cake pops. Ah, oh, yes. Cake pops. He oh, was, I agree. He was quite the villain. He was, he was, I'd love a tour. I mean, he was like doing a victory lap, a little smug there, huh? Uh huh. Well, of course, it it works for me, wrestler. What do you think? I'll have a tour. I love doing the place. And we have a new character too. We have uh, Laurel Laurel Hitchin. Oh yeah. 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 With uh, what's her name? Oh God, Christine Lottie. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh, I should. I have. I have it somewhere. I think it's Christine Lottie, whom okay. I love and adore. If it's not her, whatever. Anyways, mm-hmm. I love her and adore her. She is exactly. Uh, Christine Lottie. Yes. yes. See, Christine Lottie. Love and adore her. Yeah. And and she's just the chairman. Mm-hmm. So we have the chairman and the director. So that's cool. Uh, and, and then the deputy attorney general. Well, she's the president's national security advisor. Right. But 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 her title on IMDb is the chairman. The chairman. Um, and the, we have the director, the chairman, and the deputy attorney general. That's all we know. That's all we have. That's all we need. That's all we need. Okay, so let's let's break this episode down because we have we have we we found out what's happening with the whole di- di- uh, dizzy, the whole. Uh, <laughs> you can't do it either. You wanted whole, us Friday mornings. <laughs> the whole di- dimbe, dizzy and ready. Uh, the whole dimbe, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Vargas Vargas situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get our first appearance of the lovely Mr. Kaplan, which was very good. Oh, uh, we do get some insight as to we uh, an appearance from Mr. Solomon, which was kind of cool. Uh, the we still got the whole Tom thing to talk about. Tom's on the move. He's in. He's in. He's he's in deep deep cover, doing whatever he has to do to get to get Lizzie safe. Uh, and Lizzie seems to you know at least not doing too many things that were annoying this ep- this episode. <laughs> she didn't really uh, do. I mean, I know she. she I think she said one thing, and I was like, look, Lizzie. But she uh, ditched the phone. Oh, I wrote that down. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> Lizzie, what's going on? What's going on? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie, uh, first thing first, drop the phone. <laughs> it's like ugh, anyway. okay, that's fine. Okay, so let's get so so we we, we open this episode. Uh, we see the the you know bodies everywhere. Mister Kaplan doing her job, mm-hmm. and and Liz and, and Red saying, "Oh, I, I want to see uh, everyone." I want everyone to know what happened here. Mm-hmm. The press just knows everything. Uh, we get a tease to uh, our, our girl, Ariat Kane, on the opening scene. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Daddy, they got her. They finally got her. Yeah. So that was kind of a cool little moment there that we kind of, we, we, we had the, we had the, all the evidence we needed as to what happened at the, at the top of the open. 
Um, and then we get the the uh, obligatory twelve hours earlier. It took us back to what was going on earlier. Um, I kind of kind of just jumped into it. We never really got the how Red knew that old uh, Winnebago was after her. Uh, like, do we know how that had happened? It just was like they're walking around. He's like, we got to move. You know, Wendigo's here. Like, do we know what happened there? I just feel like it just happened. Um, you know, that's a good question. I feel like it just happened too, but that's okay. He knows all. Yeah. I don't think he's red. So, so, so we got to that, and then we just jump right into this sort of cool, sort of, you know, perpetually moving action story from, from there. Uh, Lizzie act that she was just, she pretty was handled that pretty well. I mean, the whole, except for she's saying like, like, you know, uh, worse, is it the cabal? Is, and then, no, if that's cabal, it's worse than the cabal. What could be worse? <laughs> the Wendigo. Yes. Uh, I, I liked all that stuff. I, I, again, I, I'm repeating myself here, but I, li- I, I, I liked all that stuff. Uh, um, and then before that, um, well, let's, just, let's, let's, t- let's take along these lines like we did last time. We'll go back. We'll circle back around to Tom, a.k.a. Matt Buckley. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so we, we, we find out about this. She goes, we go to get her safe. We go to move her yep. with her with the rest of two guys, and then we get a shot to the face. Pretty graphic uh, headshot for for network TV. I thought. You think? I don't know. I feel like I'm a little desensitized to it. I mean, you we've seen s- some pretty gory things on network TV. Yeah, as of Hannibal, late. of course. But and even on this show, we've seen some pretty gruesome deaths. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but a headshot to the face is like mm-hmm. you know, like. <laughs> and then uh, the other guy was a little inept, right? She's like. And when Lizzie's like, stay here, I got this, bam, he's dead. Yes. Well, she also knew, I mean, Red sort of described to her how dangerous the Wendigo really was. Right. I think these guys were just movers, literally. That was yeah. their job, just to transport her from point A to point B. Right. They think they're pretty badass and can take out anyone that they, they need to. I don't think they really understand the high-level assassin that they're dealing with here. Right, I agree. And then uh, I will give it to her. Lizzie's escape was pretty daring and pretty cool. It was cool. pretty great. Yeah, with the Thank with the God she knows how to trip a car. Exactly. That's the second time this season. Maybe third, isn't it? Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, we got wheels. We got wheels. And then there was another flex. I thought she stole another car. I mean, that's her thing now. She steals cars, which I, which I think is cool. Um, but no, that was a great escape. Great escape. You know, Lynn following behind the mirror. the mirror, following behind the taxi. Yeah. So that's the, so Liz, Liz Keen is a little more resourceful. That's, that's some. Uh, she's getting she's getting gutsy. You know, she has an inner. She's got a little Masha in her. A little Masha. <laughs> little Rostova. A little Masha Rostova coming out. Uh, so I thought that was very cool. And um, I think uh, so that all happened. We got we got rid of that, and then. Um, once she thought about it, she decides. I love. By the way, how come? I know they have burner phones all the time, but I'm isn't. I'm a bit alarmed at how often Red and Lizzie call the FBI. Like it just feels like it feels like they're just on the horn with the FBI at any given moment. Like you know what? Hello FBI. Wait, Liz, is that you? Yeah, it's me. Like like. I, well, I don't their know. personal cell phones, Navabi's, wrestlers. Don't they have a move like you know you know like in all the other like FBI thrillers when someone calls and it's like it's like hello yeah it's it's me Lizzie tracker hello Lizzie tracker like they, they don't do that move I don't know anyway I don't know I don't know how it all works I don't know how, I don't how it works, works in the movies anyway so she calls Navabi calls Navabi who's on the scene right but before she calls Navabi she makes sure to go undercover she dons the hood. I'm pretty sure she's wearing exactly what yeah. I'm wearing right now. She the hood. Nice black leather jacket. <laughs> yes. 
hood. Yeah, we, we picked up Can you see outfit. me? Yes. I, I don't know. You, you could be anyone right Can now. Can you see me? Can you find me? I have no Guys. idea who you are. You could be Joseph Lupo. Anyone. <laughs> um, so she dons the hood and, and goes incognito, which mm-hmm. is totally, and then calls Navabi and uh, and gives her, you know, the evidence. What is, what is she? I'm sorry. Uh, so she calls Navabi because she was sort of piecing it together. Because remember, she was an FBI agent piecing right. together where the shots came from, that there's a hotel there, yes. sort of giving her a little help in finding this Wendigo guy. Right. And um, Navabi finds the bullet with the Psalm 1-1 on it, yep. which was pretty great that she knew what it was, which was, blessed is he who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. That's right. And she also says you have to take responsibility for what you've done. This is sort of uh, going back to Navabi from the last episode, or maybe it was two episodes ago, where she's not really Team Lizzie. She's all about, you know, crime and punishment. Don't you think you should turn yourself in for what you did? And she says, yes, but not... Or take responsibility. And she says, I do, but not for the things that I didn't do. Ooh, in your face, Navabi. Boom. She never come back for that. No, she didn't. She's like, ah, dude, I gotta go. (laughs) 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 So... I, you know, I, I will reiterate this. I, the creation, I feel like it was a waste of a character slash blacklister in the the Wendigo. I like, is that his name? Wendigo. Wendigo the Wendigo. It's, uh, the, the, the Wendigo. I like the idea of, like, the, the, the mythology they created around him was very cool. Absolutely. I love yeah. the way that they described him. You know, he was the myth of a nameless assassin. You know, that's cool. Yeah. That is a blacklister. A bullet and that yes. thing. I was so excited. I was like, the, well, 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 the He hunts go? targets that he deems unfit for society. This is a blacklister, guys. Yeah. Homemade projectiles. Psalm totally. Ooh, anyway. So oh, well. uh, so, so they, they, they end up tracking him down or, or tracking him to. Well, then they, then well, they, go ahead. Before that, can we talk about Lizzie and Red reuniting? That oh. moment in the car. Yeah. That hug, the panic between the both of them. Yes, I'm yeah. Fascinated by that. Yeah, that that this is kind of like what I want to get to with Mr. With uh, Mr. Solomon's kind of he. Oh know, yes. His uh, talking to the audience, essentially talking to Joe Sanfilippo, talking to all of us out here, mm-hmm. sort of saying like, some people think you're mother, you know, daddy, whatever. Daddy daughter. Daddy May daughter. September. Sometimes May September. I think. I think both. a little bit of both. I'm like oh. Oh, do you, yeah. Mr. Solomon? Mr. Solomon. Uh, and yeah, he. Um, what did you make of that? Because it felt a little. It felt like a little bit of both. I don't know. And, I don't know. I mean, what, what, I is, was it the watching... way, is it the way Megan Boo played it, or is it the way? You mean that one moment, or what do I think their relationship is? Well, that that moment in the car when she's like, that moment the was. The are so close. I can hear them whizzing by. It's okay. Here. I, know. I know. I know. They whiz. They whiz. Pat, 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 pat. Yeah. Was that like? I'm here. That was very parental and also... It was very parental. Also a little like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I was watching very closely um, his reactions to Dembe throughout mm-hmm. this whole episode, and that was very parental. Right. That was way more parental than I've ever seen him be towards Lizzie. Sure. Especially, especially the, yeah, that their embrace at the end there. That was really cool. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, that I thought that was a little... A little, a little something. It was something. A little something, something. I don't know exactly what that was, but so we, so we, so we had that moment, and they get reunited, um, and then, I, but I do like the whole finding out about when they find out about the site itself, uh, the Navabi and uh, Aram conversation about 
the 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 site the dead not alive site yeah dead is it dead not alive dot com what's it called dot org I think dot org yeah dot org <laughs> which is a horrible name which is also like dead not alive yeah dot org and and, and then I was like is that the name almost like a, they're making fun of itself but also a hint that this is created by maybe a a, a little girl because it's like that's a dumb name. Well, it wasn't created by a little girl. Oh, sorry, it wasn't by a little girl. No, she, she, the, submitted she submitted Lizzie to, to Dead Not Alive. To, to Dead Not Alive to it's uh, Galvin Delgado's yes, site. Yes, that's sorry. that's his site. Okay, well then Galvin Delgado, that's a lame name. Yeah, it is. Dead Not Alive dot org. Dot org. Like that's the name. <laughs> I love dot org. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so they they find out it's just this guy Delvin Delgado. Um, um, they or actually they they find out at the same time because Red and Lizzie go to. Uh, They're separate things. Okay. So Red and Lizzie are, um, they go to, they find the guy who makes the Wendigo's weapons. That's right. That's right. Um, Zed, right? He goes right. by Zed. Who has the wonderful. Zed's uh, dead, L- baby. Yes. Zed's dead. And he really is. Yes, he is. I love that movie. Full fiction. I love that movie. Jeez. Anywho, so that's where they go. Yeah. Um, to find, to sort of get a, a, an inkling as to where they could find the Wendigo. Yeah. Okay, so then they get there and they question him, and, they, and then we get a red red monologue about you know elephant hunting and also a little bit of morality. Like I, I don't love, shoot elephants, I shoot poachers. I loved her reaction. You know, they had this gun on people. They've been killing people left yeah. and right. You shot an elephant? Yeah, no. God I shot, no. I shot, I shot a poacher. Like oh, okay, boom, boom, boom. Uh, <laughs> I got it. Uh, so that's. Um, so he gives up the place where the Wendigo might be, where he knows that he has, you know, worked before. So they go there. And um, Lizzie sort of lost her touch as a as a breaking artist, hasn't she? Yeah. Fumbles with the thing and the yeah. thing and it falls and yeah, shoots not... through the door. And that's where, that's when the chase starts. Yeah. And the, cha- the, the, the chase ensues. I mean, it's a good, good chase. I don't think we've seen before. A little foot, a little, little uh, um. You know, a little foot chase and then a little yeah, rooftop chase. A little rooftop and, chase, uh, jumping off some ledges. She's, I like I like her barking orders at Red. Like, take the stairs! Like, I got him. I mean, I don't know. And also, I was a little disappointed. Like, the, the promise, I will say the promise of the Wendigo didn't fulfill the actual Wendigo no. himself. Well, that's because like, he wasn't a blacklister. Yeah, the Wendigo is just like a dude in the beard. He's like the guy, you know, he works at Best Buy or something. Yeah. Like, he's not like, you know, he's not like this mysterious Kaiser Soze guy. He's like, well, I'm the Wendigo! I gotta go! <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was a little, little disappointed in the, in the actual. And he didn't know. really have any information. No, he was just an assassin. He's yeah. sitting there hanging off of a ledge. Yeah. And Red asks, or and he says, Red t- tells Red, "I'm not the only one. They're they're yeah. coming after you." Yeah. And that's it. Which I love is a twist because within again that's another sort of well again the way they're plotting out these scripts are inter- interesting. All these twists. It's like not only first they say the super assassin of all assassins is after Lizzie and he will not stop. I'll terminate her until she's dead. And then they find him, they're like, whew, got him out of the picture. And it's like, actually, every super assassin won't stop until they mm-hmm. get you. That's because you're on the list. And it's like, oh, I thought that was kind of a cool twist. And then her looking around and seeing, like, you know, guys in baby carriages and weird people yeah. putting things in trash cans. I, I, I like that. I like the way they Yeah, I like that, too. That. Can't trust anyone. No. Uh, so then they find out it is uh, what well, Ram and uh, Navabi find out about Del Delgado. Is that correct, or does or does or does Lizzie and how, how does the Del, how does the Gavin Delgado information get to get to them? I think, ooh, I think it's a Rom who figures out who who started the site. Right, someone figures out, and they bring him in. They bring him in, and then uh, and, I, and, and I we find that. out that there she is worth seven hundred thousand for her yes. head. 
I love that the, 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 we do wonderful interrogation scene where Navabi's in there and, and he's super smug. What is it? First of all, I just want to say, like, in the name of, not that I'm a hacker, but there's been just uh, a plethora of hackers being depicted in television these days and kind of like these new breed of, like, these Edward Snowden types. Like, mm-hmm. this is happening in Homeland. It's, I don't know if you're watching Homeland. Happening in Homeland. It's happening here. Uh, you know, you have Mr. Robot's a hacker. So, like, I, 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 the one thing I hate is, like, I don't know. I feel like they never sort of get these types right. They're always. I, I don't like. I didn't like the way they presented Gavin Delgado. Not that he was righteous or not righteous, but he's clearly supposed to be like a freedom of information. Like, hey man, I just want to put the. I just my job is to put all the information out there, and people can do what you want with them. And I don't know what I'm even saying, but I didn't like. You didn't like it? I kind of did actually. I, I like. I, I like the idea of it, but I just. I just. I'm I just know. Well, fatigued. you know, like with those hack. A lot of these hackers, they think that they're unstoppable. You know. And feel- he had that smugness to him yeah. until there's a ROM. I guess it feels like the sort of the Hollywood version, Hollywood's view of what these guys are as opposed to what they really are. All my hacker friends are way cooler than that. Are they? Just kidding. Uh, no, they're actually way less cooler than that, but <laughs> that's the other thing. No, uh, so I don't know. It's, it's whatever. But but he's got that whole thing, and he's in there with the Vobby, and he's dropping code, and he's dropping all these different, like, slangs. And whatever, I forget, I didn't write down the line when she says, well, take her off. And I will we'll do it for you. And she's like, not unless you know of code 5734 3, do you? Get out of here. That's when Aram's like, hmm. Maybe and I that's, when I, that's when I'm Navabi. I'm like, Ugh. Yes. I did love uh, Navabi's like, I can't, you know, I don't know what to do. And, and what does Aram say? I thought you did great. Oh God! He's such a puppy. I thought you did great in there. You did great. But let me. Maybe I should try. Try. (laughs) Let me do the heck at it. Uh, And he did great. He did great. I mean, those are two like men, like-minded people. Talking. His uh, his killer uh, checkmate line of like, I know your dark web, uh, I know your dark web PSP is cached on multiple servers, but I've got a virus canceled via rootkit. Like whatever he said, I'm like, huh. At that point, I just figured I'm not supposed to know what he's talking about. Right. I'm just supposed to know that this was his checkmate move. But it's also like, yeah, Ron, talk that, talk that shit, Ron. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're saying, yeah, do that. Uh, and it seemed to work, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, so, you know, Ron was very useful. Right, he's figured it out. He figured out that it was a two key system. Yeah, and it was also like his idea to sort of get out of the from behind the terminal and actually into you know yeah. into, into interrogating someone. So, and he seemed to get the information out. So then. Uh, well, you know, Liz and Red sort of figure out the same thing that they go back and double back to the to to um, old Zed Zed Zed's crib Zed's place. Um, and this is when I see it. I get a real sense that like you forget that Red is not effing around. He's killing folks. Mm-hmm. He pushed you know Winnebago off the ledge. <laughs> Winnebago. He came in there and he got <laughs> the information from Zed and popped Zed. Uh huh. Like he's like. He, he's killed Red killed like three or four people in this episode. Uh, probably more. Right. This probably is more. desperate Red. Yeah. You know, when you can't trust anyone, everyone is after Lizzie. There's a price right. on her head. I mean, when he first met Zed, he thought that Zed was just a guy who makes weapons. Now he realizes that he too was a bounty hunter. Yeah. So it could it could be and probably is everybody. Right. Well, um, I... He can't take that risk. He can't take that risk. So he... I like how even beforehand he um, makes the call. Oh, he he goes and visits wrestler for the help. I thought that that was a cool scene. Oh, at, at NA at Narcotics at, Anonymous. At, yeah, NA, and they had this sort of exchange about like you know the the, the steps to step four versus step two, and I thought that was kind of a cool exchange. Uh, and that's when you sort of first get the real first wrestler was given the whole like, well, you know, if like if we can't find her, they can't find her. It's like no, dude. 
Like, they, they'll find her. Yeah. And it's when we first see the bit of the melting of wrestler. Finally, wrestler's like, okay. That's the first time we see that maybe he's, like, not the first time, but I really get a sense that he's maybe interested more in Liz, keeping Lizzie safe than, than upholding the well, thing? Or, this what? is also the first time, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the first time that he's actually seen Red in person. He's been uh, hunting him for five episodes now, and now here he is Oh yeah, that's right. He's right just, in front of you. Yeah, just missing him or yeah. phone calls. And this, the, his entire purpose has been to find Red and Lizzie. Right. But now here he is in front of him, and right. he doesn't really make a move to arrest him or right. to bring him in. Let's him give his spiel, makes a phone call, says, Officer Down, you have four minutes. Right. And that's how they get all the information. Yes. That, that leads to the to, leads to the bringing in of Gal Delgado, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or no? Um, Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, was a, it was a big turning point for Wrestler, right. I believe. Right. I agree, too. And a little confusing why he didn't a, a make a move. So we, so we have all of that, and that was... Um, this is all, all happening within the course of 12 hours. So this is, that's why this is sort of a breakneck episode as to, as to what happened and how and why. Um, so once, uh, you know, they got through all that, they, they realized that they're trying to shut down the guy. She, and, he, and he goes and kills the uh, other guy in cold blood, the uh, Zed. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's time to go in. It's time to meet up with Dembe, who's used a protocol. Yeah, Dembe has made contact using protocol, so... Yes. They have to meet with him. And, but it's not Dembe, of course. It's good old... Mr. Vargas. Mr. Vargas, who, you know... Oh, Pee-wee. God. That MF. That guy. Yeah. Uh, so, and I like that scene, you know, when he, when he calls up and he's really solemn on the other line, and they go to the hangar. I like, I like, I like I sort of like that scene. I like everything about that misdirect, and I like the idea of them getting to the hangar, and then Mr. Solomon showing up, and there being a standoff. Uh... I, I enjoy. I quite enjoy that. This is it's kind of a little corny and cliche as it was. I kind of enjoyed that sequence. Um, then putting the weapons down, then starting to torture Liz, Lizzie. I'm not quite sure of the plausibility of the rescue of of Dembe driving the guy in and coming in and like just like you know John wicking everyone down, pop mm-hmm. pop pop pop. But I loved it. I thought, um, it. I thought it was cool. I loved it too. I was no, I loved it. I really yeah. did. Still don't understand what. Lizzie's purpose is <laughs> in general. Yeah. I'm a little confused. Well, Mr. Solomon came in. He said some, he said like a lot of things, like, you know, and I don't know. I don't know. What is, what is, what is her purpose? I don't know. To get to Red? But he has her. He has him now. Anywho, I don't know. I was a little confused because he was just going to kill her right there. Right. So it's more about Red than it is Elizabeth Keene, but, according to Solomon. Right. But at this point, Everyone want Liz is off the table because they've already framed her and they want her dead. So as far as the cabal is concerned, as far as like anyone else, but Red is Red's sole purpose is to keep Lizzie Keen, to exonerate Lizzie Keen and to keep her alive because he cares about her. So who are Mr. Solomon's enemies that he has to prove himself to by torturing her I'm and assuming, killing her in such a way? I'm assuming they have nothing to do. That's a good question. Then, that's good. I, yeah, that's good. I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Do you guys know? I don't know. Who are Mr. Solomon's enemies? I don't know. If, if not Red. Did you, were you surprised by Red like I was that he wasn't on to Mr. Vargas? 
Yes, because when he, when he did that little move, like, we will avenge we our will brother. We will avenge him, yes. Like, oh, this yeah. good man is like, oh, yeah, he's, he's totally on. And then he just passes the phone. Hey, call Edward for me, will you? Right. Make sure he has the, the plane ready. Like, he never questioned him. I feel like, I would like to believe that he knew all of that. He, like he wasn't that, but I wish there was a line or two to say it. I but he wasn't. He wasn't. He was not. Was he was weird. totally duped. Yeah, that doesn't happen. That is a weird By little... Pee-wee. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's weird, huh? I, I don't. That is, I was hoping that, that, that maybe it was book. like a double undercover sort of thing, and Vargas was really working for Red the whole time. That's what I thought. But it wasn't so. No, because he just shot him. And yes. He, and you, bam, cold blooded. Yes. Cold, cold, shot at cold. What have you done? Three. When he realized, when he says, "Where's Edward?" When he said, "Where's Edward?" I was like, yeah. "Fudge." Yes. <laughs> he doesn't know. Yeah. They're not in on this together. Ugh. That's a bummer. Fudge. Oh, when he shot, well, I, I, I was actually okay with it until he shot him, and then I'm like, oh well, fudge. 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 <laughs> I'm like, and this is where Pee Wee goes. Did I do okay? But like, you know, you didn't have to shoot me that hard. But yeah. no, he just shot him dead. Shot him dead. So, yeah, I was. I mean, you're right. It's very out of character. But this was a lot of out of character for Red in this episode. Yeah. This was Red over what his did head. You think of this. Okay, so uh, Red over his head. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was so you know, we had a lot of that. So then after that, we find out that the only way to get Red um, to get Lizzie off this list is to, for her to be dead, uh, and we and so they decide to fake Lizzie's death, which brings us to the opening, and they bring in Mr. Kaplan and they lay her down and they pose her up and hmm. through some, some spectacular acting, Lizzie Liz Keen like pretends to be Plays dead. dead, and they take the pictures and it's all over the press and. Uh, the little little girl uh, who we now we'll call her AC for now was very elated. Um, they get the uh, the IP address. They go to the place. It's not the dude. It's actually the little. It's actually the little girl. Mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of goes off the rails for me a little bit. I like the twisty turny part of it, but I don't know that 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 like Liz talking the girl off the ledge and then. Like let, you know, you killed my mom, and, and then getting her off that list, I didn't buy any of it. I have a question though. Yeah. Um, if they and I might answer my own question and working this through, if they, if the world thinks that Lizzie Keene is dead, what does it matter if she's on or off that list? Good point. Who cares? Everyone thinks she's dead. People aren't going to be hunting her down anymore. Yeah. It's a good point. So why are they so desperate to take me off this list? Take me off this site. You have to take me off this site. Why? You're already dead to the world. Good point. Just like another, another this, this felt like there's a similar thread happening in a show called Homeland, which I won't spoil, but interesting. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, so that, that exchange with she and, and little maybe Blair. They maybe they want to collect that $700,390. Yeah. And who's going to get that? Where'd that money go? I don't know. That, 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 that the haters bitcoined up. Any, any crowdsourcing. So they made it look like the Wendigo is the one who killed her, right? Because they used yes. his bullet. Yes, the Wendigo is the guy and then the bullet. And so is the FBI just going to take that money? Maybe. I don't know. All those these bitcoins? Are, burning questions. Burning questions. I don't know the answer to any of these. That's okay. You guys probably will. Let us know. Please let us know. Okay, so that so that that's the end of that, presumably. Uh, Mr. Kaplan comes in with a chainsaw and some acid and a bunch of other stuff to clean up. That's the first time we actually really get to see her. Oh, I love her. Like start to start to get going at work. Um, and 
but let's switch let's shift gears back to Tom. Um, uh, I just let me look at the I'm just looking at the loose ends section of the EW recap, and yeah. they said that so the 14 year old girl with the, with the pink highlights is number 50 <laughs> on the blacklist. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, so who put Liz, Liz's body page up? Haters, according to Aram. Haters right? is the best. Yeah, haters. Haters, bro. Yeah, haters, bro. All right. I can so only say that when I'm wearing a hoodie, by the way. Let's go back to this whole Matt Buckley thing. So, okay. Uh, Tom ex- turns into uh, this guy, the fake guy. Forget his name. The uh, the the. Uh, the the the, Ash, uh, the the rich guy named that was oh famous. Asher Sutton no Asher Sutton is the guy but what was Tom's name before he was oh Buckley? I forget anyway so he so he turned into that guy gets exposed on purpose by Asher Sutton mm-hmm. uh, tur- turns into Matt Buckley mm-hmm. you know a townie uh, just a townie uh, kept his accent a little bit and a little bit now what, who's hotter is 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 the is the fake Tom the Tom the the high society Tom with the fake watch mm-hmm. rolling the dice in the tuxedo or yeah. in the suit Hotter or is Matt Buckley the townie who's a little tough, rough around the edges? Like what, what's what, what's what's the hotter what's the hotter Tom Keen? Well, it's the same. It's the same guy. No, because one guy was like yeah, but it's all the same ish. character. He created that character for Sut- for Asher Sutton to pull to 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 expose him. It's all the same character. It is the same character, but I'm saying like the guy who came in when he's playing the games, talking that big game, is a different type of guy than Matt Buckley. I know, but it's all the same guy. I'm just saying. It's all you, Matt you, Buckley. Oh, and right. This is like. Uh, so it's like uber hot. That, okay, got it. There's, there's your answer. There's, there's my answer. It's, it's wrapped up. So he's capable of all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Keep you on your toes. Keep a girl on her toes. <laughs> so he's Matt Buckley. He, he And I don't. So the, yeah. So even Cooper's like, so what are you doing? Like you're doing what now? And I, what, what do you think of this whole infiltration plan? I mean, it, so it I don't seems know like how it's, he, getting, it's getting thinner and thinner for me. But I don't I, really know I'm, how I'm he figured out that Asher Sutton was the key to finding Kerakut. Like I, I don't, I don't really know how he put that together. But he's Tom Keen. He's super spy. Like he knows things job. we don't know. Yeah, I, it's just funny to me that this was the only course of action to get into this Russian criminal ring. Right. Keen's <laughs> uh, good at his job. So Kins, you know, he is. I trust him. All right. Uh, but we meet the fiance. Meet the fiance. What do you make of her? I think she's all all about Tom Keen or Matt Buckley. She yeah. was pretty flirty flirty. She I was, don't blame a girl. Yeah. I mean, she's like Asher, sma- Asher, Smasher. Like, yeah, she's out on Asher. She's uh, very much seems seem to be about Tom Keen. Yeah. Uh, and then so uh, I did like the move, the, the, the move when she when he's like, I'll take care of the Russian. And the Russian pulls a gun on Tom and Tom does the like. Bang bang, and shoots him. That was kind of cool. yeah. That was cool. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm in, I'm in it all all this whole this this whole sort of line this whole thing. I'm in. I am too. It. It's um, fun. Okay. So, don't really get it. I don't know how plausible it is, right. but you know, also spend belief. And so let's let's reverse back to the political what's happening with wrestlers. So wrestlers called to get called uh, to the committee mm-hmm. um, and gets grilled a little bit. Yep. And uh, the director gets lightly grilled. Yeah, really very grilled. lightly. And then it, he is. Re, it's revealed that the director is actually going to come in and start running the shots, and they're all going to cooperate. That they have to cooperate. The first question is: We know. I think we know. I think we know where uh, the deputy district attorneys, uh, if she's the real deal or not. I'm assuming we think a deputy attorney general general is the real deal. What do we make of? Um, what do we make of the chairman, Christine Lottie? Hitchin. 
Um, I I think she is definitely airs more on the side of the director and the cabal. Do you think given she's on some the cabal? Of, or do you, do you think? I mean, I mean she to... was very very quick to dismiss it. You know, um, she was the first one who referred to it sort of as like a twenty five year old. Um, Stats and and the director referred to it as a relic. Yeah, you know when they're debunking the whole fulcrum and yeah. the whole whole cabal. I don't know if she was just if she's been duped by the director. Maybe, I, if, I don't know that she's a bad guy because she's like we're not going to repeat the mistakes of nine eleven. Like how, she's an interesting wild card. I don't. But know. she also you know she was so nice to wrestler in the beginning and giving him a little swag bag from the bar mitzvah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then when he finally gets in front of the committee, um, when he finally gets in front of the committee, then she starts grilling him. And the, I forget her name, the, what what'd you call it? Deputy attorney? Yeah, the deputy attorney. Attorney general. general. The fir- the one thing she said to him is, it's just, just give them the facts. Don't give them any opinions. And she forced him, uh, uh, Hitchin forced him. Did I say right. that right? Hitchin? Hitchin forced him to give an opinion. Do you think she's innocent? And right. he kept on trying to say, "Not my job, not my job." But what right. do you think? Right. He goes, "Yeah, I think she's innocent." Right, and, that, and I want to bring her in. Yes, and I want to bring her in so she could stand trial. Because what did he say? Something like there are not twelve Americans uh, who who would not see that she was innocent. Right, the it. worst paraphrase of all time. But okay. you get the gist. I get the gist. Uh, so that's that. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But then out. she was super nice to the director when he was on the stand and let him just say everything about the cabal, the yeah. conspiracy, and irrelevant Yeah, almost like, relic. let's get this on the record. You think she's innocent, right? Let's get this on the record. You think he's a liar. Okay, good. Mission accomplished. Yeah. So, now work yeah. together. Yeah, exactly. I'm very suspicious. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how this whole thing sort of plays out. Uh, I like the episode, man. We're doing it. Yeah, it was uh, fun. I want to give a shout out to some of our folks uh, again. Uh, VF Church musician Jasmine Delight, Tara Kay, thank you very much. Uh, performing guys, Mahogany 19885, of course, Dave 15555, Langley, Langley M. Neely, good to see you back. Uh, Holistic Health and Healing, of course, uh, Janice Klein, all of our regulars, the uh, Rika, which I can never pronounce, Hestia, which I can never pronounce as well. But it's great to get to have you. Um, and uh, I know that. Um, you know Tom versus Jacob. I forgot about Jacob. He's, oh, yeah. he's, he's actually Jacob. That's but, right. Uh, but you know, I don't know. He's now he's uh, what's his name? Max. Matt. Matt. Okay. Uh, Soprano ascends. Uh, Christine. Hmm. William Francis Collette. Jay Thomas. And thank you all for listening and watching and checking us out. Wait, I have to say, yes. um, Jeremy Richards on Twitter gave some of the best Blacklist cocktails. Oh, yes. He did. What do you say? Some margarita. Yes. It's a good one. Some margarita. <laughs> so good. And the gin and I, Coke. Or the gin no, and tonic. Gin and tonic. The gin and tonic. A rum and Coke. A rum and Coke. <laughs> Yeah, what was the first one? Some margarita. So good, Jeremy. Jeremy. Keep them coming. I love it. Yeah, those were all those were all great black. Maybe we should start drinking we them here. Really, um, we didn't really get it. I guess in this instance, we we didn't get a chance to. Uh, the the blacklist wasn't really said that much, right? In this one, not really. We didn't really get because we didn't really know who it was until yeah, to the very end. Till the so very very end, we would have been very sober if we did the drinking game. I in know, this and that's no fun. Ariok Kane. Ariok Kane. Which, you know, I was wondering where this little fourteen-year-old girl came up with that name. Yeah, I wonder what the, it, it does mean fierce lion in Hebrew. Ariok does. Okay. All right. But I don't know. All right. That's a pretty lofty name for. A, if you say so. 
Um, Fourteen year old girl. Oh, oh, and, 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 and on iTunes, of course. Uh, I don't know. Do we? What do we have on iTunes? Uh, people are wonderful. Uh, Joey, <laughs> nineteen fifty seven. Thanks. Oh, and Peaches Flossberg. Thank you very much. Uh, and Tycoon One. And uh, thank you very much. And so, thank you for listening and um, and um, and watching. Oh, this. What? Oh, this. What's that? Are we doing this? Nope. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all we get. Uh, predictions. Your oh. AfterBuzz TV predictions. Um, I predict I'm asking Julie to go first. Oh, shocker. Um, I think this this Laurel Hitchin is bad. Um, I think Wrestler is having a change of heart and is going to work more with Red than the FBI. He's gonna he's gonna break the rules which is something we don't see wrestler do very often in order to get to keen i agree maybe he'll even team up with tom Ooh, like i hate you but this is we both love lizzie we have to do it for lizzie i love the idea so why this is cool is i kind of wondered how how long can we have this fbi versus red thing and when we're all trying to get to cabal so the only way this really works is the director comes in and so the idea of you know, wrestler being the sort of working both sides of the fence or conflicted, like sort of having to not trust in the director. So he has to go to red and then maybe mm-hmm. Cooper and then the Bobby sort of being in the middle, uh, you know, like trying to like figure out does she work for the director or what is he's allergic to the red? I'm so confused. She works for red originally. I, I can't break the goddamn thing. I don't uh, know. <laughs> where can the kids find you, Julia? Oh, kids. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter in my hoodie with yes. my name, Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Periscope on Joe, at Joe K. Braswell, uh, our first Friday show. We were halfway there. One day Flippo will join us. But I'm looking pretty good in my yellow blouse situation. I said nine, by the way. I'm such an idiot and said 12. We're five I in. Say 12? We're five in. Five episodes, no God. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and listening to us on iTunes and watching us on YouTube. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.